This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. I'll be filling in for Sean for the next couple of days. You know, just before the Porsche IPO, the Volkswagen Group had a market capitalization of 80 billion euros. But Porsche's IPO valued the sports car company alone at 78 billion. And that got the board at VW thinking. If we can unlock that much value with Porsche, how much more value could we unlock with our other brands? So VW CEO Oliver Bloom ordered all of VW's brands to prepare for a stock listing. He calls it a training exercise, but that's a lot of work to do just for the fun of it. And VW definitely has some other brands that could score well in the stock market, like Audi and Bentley and Lamborghini. Maybe not so much with Seat and Skoda, but we think those other luxury brands could have a good chance of getting their own IPO and unlock an additional tens of billions of euros of value within the VW group. The Inflation Reduction Act provides generous subsidies for electric cars, but only if they're made in the U.S., with batteries that are also made in the U.S. So Europe, Japan, and South Korea are protesting that this violates the rules and regulations of the World Trade Organization. South Korea is particularly miffed because it has a free trade agreement with the U.S. Now, Reuters reports that President Biden sent a letter to South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol saying he's willing to talk about the issue. So here's our Autoline Insight. South Korea will probably get some kind of waiver so that EVs from Hyundai, Kia, and Genesis qualify for sales subsidies. And in time, the EU and Japan might get them too. But at this snapshot in time, with the EV issue so politicized and with midterm elections right around the corner, it's unrealistic to think that the U.S. Congress would provide taxpayer money to subsidize the sales of cars and batteries that were made in other countries. Yesterday, we reported that Tesla made more cars than it sold in September, Tesla says demand is actually quite high, but it can't find enough car haulers and drivers to deliver those cars to customers. But others aren't so sure. Some analysts believe that Tesla's rising inventory levels may be a leading indicator that demand for its cars is cooling off. Wall Street analyst Adam Jonas from Morgan Stanley said there's a limit to how much Tesla can keep on raising prices and that it's unreasonable to think that it's not going to be affected by a slowing global economy. But what do you think? Is it really a delivery problem? Or is this the first sign that demand for Teslas is starting to plateau? At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. The Hyundai Ioniq 6 is going to be one of the most efficient EVs when it hits the market. On the WLTP cycle, The long-range, two-wheel drive model is rated at 614 kilometers. That's about 381 miles of range. For comparison, the Ionic 5, which is built on the same platform and has the same propulsion system, is rated at 
507 kilometers, about 315 miles of range. We know the 6 is more aerodynamic than the 5, but to get that much more range, Hyundai had to have made some improvements to its EV system. The Ioniq 6 has a 77.4 kilowatt hour battery, which means it gets 4.9 miles per kilowatt hour. That's incredibly good, but we also know the EPA range will be lower. Even so, the Ioniq 5 only gets 12 less miles of range on the EPA test compared to the WLTP. And if we apply that same logic to the Ioniq 6, it still comes in at 4.7 miles per kilowatt hour, and some of the best EVs are not even close to that. Toyota is more bullish about using a mixed propulsion strategy to meet customer demands, and its CEO just revealed that the all-new Crown is adding a plug-in hybrid version along with two other hybrid models for the U.S. market. The P-Head version of the Crown, which replaces the Avalon, was originally only for the Japanese market, but obviously something changed. Citroen is launching something called Citroen Citizen Services that's all about creating the best experience for owners, and it's doing some pretty interesting things. New for this year is an online platform where customers can order used spare parts that come from end-of-life vehicles. Not only is this another source of revenue for the company, but the parts are up to 70% cheaper than buying brand new ones. Even EV owners can opt for a service contract that includes the use of recycled or remanufactured parts that are approved by the manufacturer. Another new feature for EV owners is the ability to use an ICE vehicle free of charge if they want to take a longer trip. They get up to seven days over the course of the original two-year warranty period. And lastly, PHEV owners get points for every time that they charge, which they can then redeem for free public recharging or even for train vouchers. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Mercedes-Benz is launching the newest versions of its entry-level people movers, the A-Class and the B-Class. Both feature refreshed front-end styling with new grille designs and LED headlamps, while the A-Class also gets a new rear diffuser and LED tail lamps. The interiors are pretty much the same, with the option for two 10.25-inch display screens mounted above three round air vents. Lastly, all versions of the A and B class are now electrified with at least a 48-volt mild hybrid tech, and the plug-in hybrid has more power and range than the previous model. As you all know, Volkswagen is going to bring back the Scout brand with a rugged all-electric SUV and pickup truck. Scout went out of production in 1980, and when Volkswagen started doing its marketing research on the Scout, it was surprised to find out how well the brand still scores. Get this, it found out that people look at the Scout more fondly than they do the VW ID Buzz, the electric version of the old hippie bus. In fact, 
the Scout scored better than VW's other electric cars, the ID4 and the ID5. And the Scout brand even has better name recognition than Rivian, the EV startup that's gotten all kinds of media coverage. That's an amazing performance for a brand that went out of business 42 years ago. And all this bodes really well for Volkswagen as it plans to bring the Scout SUV and pickup truck back to the market in about four years from now. Scheffler is developing all kinds of technology, including next-generation EV batteries, advanced electric motors, hub motors and e-axles, as well as fuel cells, steer-by-wire, steer and air suspensions. That's an impressive portfolio of advanced technology, which is why we invited Jeff Hemphill, the Chief Technology Officer at Scheffler, to join us on AutoLine After Hours tomorrow afternoon. We invite you to join us as well and learn all about the technology that's in the labs today, but's going to be in cars tomorrow. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching AutoLine Daily. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.